Welcome to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. My name's Corinne, and I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist who went from no period from mismanaged PCOS to a regular one. Now, I'm obsessed with helping you get hormonally balanced and emotionally aligned. This podcast is all about education, empowerment, real talk, and simple strategies you could start today to find inner peace and overall well-being. I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. What's going on? I cannot wait to chat with you today, as always, because as you know, I love talking about all things health and hormones, so I can't wait to get into it today, because today we're getting a little bit more into the emotional side of things. I know on Tuesday's episode, we talked a lot about the mental and emotional toll that hormone imbalances and PCOS can have on us, but we're taking a little bit of a different spin on it today. So what we're talking about is the dance between being graceful with yourself and allowing yourself to have time to really integrate all these things and not beat up on yourself so much and also calling yourself out on your own BS when you know that you're really not doing what's required. So there's this really delicate dance between that and that's what we're talking about today. So what I really want you to first do is to give yourself some damn credit for what you are doing because so often we look at all the things that we're not doing. Oh my gosh, I could be doing more of this. I should be doing more of this. I should be doing this. I should be doing that. I don't like the word should because it just has such a negative connotation instead of actually looking at all the things that you are doing. So the first thing that I want you to do right now is get super clear on all the things that you're doing. You, we need to like give ourselves some credit because we don't really realize all the stuff that we're doing day in and day out because we're just used to doing it. We're like, oh yeah, this is easy. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And then when we take a step back and we really look like, oh my God, look at all the stuff that I've recently gone through and I'm still showing up. I'm still doing all of these things and I'm still succeeding in so many different areas of my life. That doesn't mean that we're perfect in every area. That's never going to happen because that what is perfect, that doesn't even exist. But it's allowing you to actually feel proud of yourself and give yourself some credit for the things that you are doing. So after your walk or your drive to work or your laundry or you're emptying the dishwasher, whatever you're doing right now, come back and listen to this or go to the show notes and really journal out and write about or just stand there and think about it right now. What are all the things that you are doing that's supporting your mental, emotional, and physical health? Because we have to get clear on where you're at. Like really, really getting clear on where you're at and what you're doing well right now. It's always start with the good. I always start with celebrations on all my calls with my clients. I'm like, okay, let's talk first about what's good. And that gets us in such a better state, gets us in a positive vibration. It lifts our spirits because we're like, oh my God, yes, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Like this is amazing. So Number one is to get take inventory of all the things that you are doing that's supporting your mental, emotional, and physical health. Because again, there is a dance between being graceful with yourself and calling yourself out. Because we're also not doing things because we have some blocks around it or we're telling ourselves some stories. So there's a little process. I'm going to give you a four-step process of what you can go through, questions you can ask yourself to make sure that you are giving yourself grace, to make sure that you are feeling proud of yourself for what you are doing 
doing, but then to also make sure that you're calling yourself out and that you are taking action when necessary. So number one is taking inventory of all the things you are doing that's supporting your mental, emotional, your mental, emotional, and physical health. Doesn't matter how long or short the list is, just all the things you're doing. It could be something as small as I'm drinking so much water every day, I'm moving my body, I'm journaling, I'm listening to podcasts that lift me up. Like it could be literally anything, okay? So that's number one. Number two is where are you cutting corners and where are you not putting your best effort into it? Like what what promises are you not keeping yourself? So number one is all the wins, right? Like all the stuff that we are doing. And then number two, we gotta get really real and honest with ourselves and look at our day, look at our life and and really ask ourselves where are you cutting corners? Like what can we really be doing better than we're doing it now because we know it's going to be helpful. And again, we're really mostly talking about the emotional and mental work, not so much the physical because doing the mental and the emotional work is required to succeed in any area of your life and it's not easy. That is the hardest work to do because we live in our brains. Our brains have been programmed for you know, 20, 30 years saying whatever stories we're telling ourselves, whatever old belief systems, whatever shitty things, whatever negative self-talk, whatever unworthiness and self-doubt and fear, all that stuff that we've had for so long, it's been on repeat. So it's created pathways in our brain and it's automatic. So it's hard to do this work and which is why most people don't do it because it's really difficult to actually break through it. But you're not like most people, so you're going to do this work, right? Because you know that it matters. So number one, you're giving yourself some grace. You're feeling proud of yourself for all things that you are doing. Number two is where are you cutting these corners? Where are you not putting your best effort into it? And where are you not keeping promises to yourself? Because when we don't keep promises to ourselves, it decreases our confidence. Confidence is built by taking action. So something, if you're like, Corinne, what does that mean? Not keeping promises to yourself. Are you saying that you're going to get up at a certain time, but then you're snoozing three times? Are you saying that you're going to work out at this day at this time, but then you're skipping it because something else came up. Are you saying that you were going to call that person, but then you didn't call them? Are you really, it's, are you being in integrity with your word, your word to yourself? Most of the time we are, we keep the integrity for other people, right? It's like, if I told someone I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it. But if you told yourself you're going to do it, are you still keeping that promise? Because being in integrity is keeping promises to yourself. It's going to increase your confidence. It's going to really make sure that you are putting your effort where your mouth is, right? Like you're really putting in the effort to things that actually mean something to you and you are keeping promises to yourself, which is huge for confidence building and for actually moving the needle forward. So where are you not keeping promises to yourself? For me, it was definitely the snooze situation for a while. I have since stopped. I don't know how, I I mean, once in a while I hit snooze one time, but I'm really being more conscious about not hitting snooze and saying, okay, I said I was getting up at 6.30. That is when I'm waking up because I think it was Dave Hollis. I heard him talking on a podcast where he said he doesn't snooze anymore because because when he did, he realized it was like the first thing, the very first thing, the second you open your eyes, you're already letting yourself down. You're already not keeping a promise to yourself before you even step foot on the ground and start the day. And that really hit home for me because I was like, wow, that's not how I want to start my day. I want to start my day keeping promises to myself. I want to start my day feeling confident. So 
it's like such a weird thing. Like you, we wouldn't think that snoozing is such a huge deal, but it's just that if you tie it to the idea of keeping promises to yourself and you were like, no, I said I'm getting up at this time. So this is the time I'm going to get up. Um, obviously, you know, I'm huge on sleep. So please don't ever sacrifice sleep for anything, but you know what I'm talking about. So that has been something that I've been really working on a lot. And then being off of social media in the nighttime. So I would always say like, I'm not going on my phone past 9 p.m. I'm not going on my phone close to bed and I would find myself going on my phone and I'm like what the hell is going on so I made a decision I was like I am not going on social media after 9 p.m. that's just that's it I'm done I'm not going on even if I know I have to check something I know there's a dm in there I know I'm like nope I'm not looking at it until the next morning I will like go on podcasts and audible and stuff like that at night while I'm getting ready for bed but I will not go on social media because I realized I was telling myself that I wasn't going to do that, but I was doing it anyway, and it does not make me feel good because you end up going on there for too long, time passes, I was going to sleep later, my mind was racing about things that I wanted to do, all this stuff, it just was not supportive to me, and I knew that I was not taking action towards that like I needed to, so that's just an example for you that has really helped me and something that I was calling myself out on. So for you, where are you cutting corners, where are you not keeping promises to yourself, Where are you not taking action because you don't want to put the work in that's required? And that's kind of a little tough love, but that's really what it is. Like so often we don't take action on things because we know it's going to take a different version of ourselves to do it. We know it's going to take more work than that than we're doing right now. And that doesn't mean that it's harder, but it just means it's different. It's a different type of work. We always think of work like we're actually doing something, like we're physically sitting here doing something, but it's the mental stuff around it, right? Like it's not that hard to not go on social media after 9 p.m., but why wasn't I doing it, which is the next question, which we'll get to in a second. I That's not difficult. It's not like it's a lot of more energy, a lot more time for me to do that. It actually saves me time. So we always think that, oh, it's going to take work. That's going to take time. A lot of times the work that we're doing mentally and emotionally is actually saving us time. I hope that that makes sense. But all right, number one is you're taking inventory of all the things you are doing that's supporting your mental and emotional health, and you could throw in physical health in there as well. That's number one. Number two, where are you cutting corners? Where are you not keeping promises to yourself? Like where are you not being in integrity and where are you not taking action because you don't want to put in the work that's required? Now with this one, it's so easy for us to be really hard on ourselves. So please know that it's really difficult to do this work. So it's not just going to be something that is automatic, right? It's something we have to consciously think about, which is why I'm asking you to think about it. But still be graceful with yourself. Don't beat yourself up for things that you haven't been doing. Acknowledge yourself for... or. Uh, celebrate yourself for acknowledging that you are now identifying it and now going to make a change. Now, if you come up with a list of like 10 things, please do not think that you're going to be able to work on all 10 of these things at once because that is just not possible. It's not sustainable and it's not actually going to give you the result that you desire because we all want to just feel better. We want to feel good. We want to feel confident. We want to feel worthy. We want to have energy. And that 
takes time, right? It's not something that happens overnight. So however long this list is of things that you, where you're not taking action, start with one thing on that list. Pick the thing that you're like, this is the most pressing right now. This is what I know if I like handle this, if I start taking action on this, or if I stop doing this, it's going to move the needle forward in the biggest way. It's going to help me make me feel so much better. Start with that. And once that becomes a habit, then add something else on. It's so easy to think that we're just going to add so many things on our plate because we want to get to the goal quicker, but that does not get us to the goal quicker. That just makes us feel burnt out. It makes us feel shitty. It makes it feel overwhelming and it's just not sustainable. So one thing at a time. Okay. So that's the first two questions. Now, number three is why? Like it's really like part two B, but why are you not taking action? Why are you cutting corners? Why are you not keeping promises to yourself? Why are you not putting your best effort in? What is the story you're telling yourself about it? Because our thoughts create our beliefs, our beliefs create our actions, and our actions create our reality. So if there's an action that you are or are not taking, there is a belief and there's a thought that is creating you not taking that action. There's always a story behind it that we're telling ourselves. Most of the time it's subconscious and we don't even realize it until we ask ourselves this question and dig a little deeper to really figure out why. And it might not be something that just comes to you right away. When I ask this question, you might be like, I don't know, but think about it. Pick one of those actions that you're that you um, identified number two. So for you, maybe it's like we'll use my example: not going on social media late at night, right? For me, what was the story I was telling myself? I was telling myself that if I wasn't on at night and I wasn't answering DMs immediately, then I wasn't going to be able to attract new clients. I wasn't going to be able to support the community and grow the community that I want to grow if I wasn't constantly on answering right away. That's obviously BS. Then that's not true. I don't have to answer immediately, and that's not going to change the business. It's not going to change the community that I'm building, right? So that was the story I was telling myself. And once I identified that, I was like, okay, well, that's not true, right? So I, and that's not supportive to me, so I don't need to continue doing that. Same thing with snoozing. It's like, oh, but it makes me feel better, right? Like I was telling myself, oh, I'm snoozing because I just want a little bit longer sleep. And the story I was telling myself about it was that it's fine, it's not a big deal, Like I'm still being able to get everything done. It's not really hindering anything, but it really was because it was allowing me to just not, I actually feel less energetic when I do that because my body's like falling back asleep and it's waking up 10 minutes later, falling back asleep and it's waking up 10 minutes later. And it's not helping my circadian rhythms on like a more physiological level. It was just me. I was just giving excuses. I was making excuses and it was just wasn't serving me. So for you, I'm just trying to give you examples of what was going on in my life. So hopefully it can make it a little easier for you to connect it to yours. But number three, really ask yourself, what is that story that you're telling yourself about why you're not taking action in in a certain area? Why are you not taking action on starting that meditation practice? Why are you not taking action on um, creating more boundaries around who gets access to you, right? Like, or creating boundaries around the people you're going to spend time with, the environment you're creating around yourself. Why, uh, what is the story you're telling yourself about why you are not worthy of supporting your mental health, why you're not worthy of investing in your health, why you're not worthy of that relationship, why you're not worthy um, for that promotion. Like, what are the stories that you're telling yourself and why have you 
why, where did that story come from, right? Like, where did that come from? Is it something that you even believe when you really think about it? So really dive deep into it. I am a journaler. You probably know that from listening to this podcast. I love journaling. I think it's such an amazing practice to really get down into that subconscious. So if you, if you are like that and you like journaling too, journal some stuff out, see what comes up, talk it out with a friend, go on a walk and think about it, whatever it is. But it's really important to get down to that work. And Again, this is not the easy work. This is, but this is what's required for you to be the person you want to be. And this is what the most successful people are doing. They are rewiring their brain. Like I have done so much rewiring in the last year just from becoming an entrepreneur, leaving teaching, like all the stuff that came with that. And it might look like everything's all put together. Everything was so easy. And like now I'm thriving, which I am, but it takes a lot of work, intentional, mental and emotional work every single day. And the more and more I do it, of course, the easier it gets, but it is work. So anyway, those are the first three questions. Number one, what are all the things you are doing well to support your mental, emotional, and physical health? Number two, where are you cutting corners? Where are you not keeping promises to yourself? Where are you not taking action? Number three, why? What is that story you're telling yourself about it? Why have you not deemed it important enough to do it? Like, why are you not doing it? Why is it not important to you right now? Why have you not made it a priority? And then number four, are you committed and dedicated enough to do the work that's required one step at a time? If you are committed to something, you will do the work. If you're dedicated to it, you will do the work. I'll give another example. For when I, when the pandemic hit, um, obviously March of 2020 right now, it is what, what the, June of 2021. <laughs> like, I don't even remember what date. It's wild to me that it's the end of June. But anyway, moving on. Um, when the pandemic hit in March, I had already had like a side business, nutrition business, super small. I had like one or two clients. I always knew that I wanted to leave teaching for this. Uh, well, not always, but for, for the last few years, I knew that I wanted to leave teaching f- to run my own holistic nutrition business. Had no idea how that was going to happen, but I took the opportunity that was in front of me of the pandemic. And I was like, I am committed to growing this business enough by August so I can leave teaching. I literally did not look back for one second. I, that was my focus. I was like, I'm committed. I'm dedicated. I'm done because it meant so much to me. And because I knew I had to do this because there was no way I was going back to teaching and being so miserable in doing that. I was like, I do not deserve to feel like that. I know this is what I meant to do. Like I have to do this. So because I was so committed and I was so dedicated, I put in the work that was required, literally head down and just went. I like don't even, I'm still doing it, right? But it's, uh, but I love it. So it has turned into something that obviously definitely things feel like work, but it's just a different type of feeling. So are you committed enough to actually improving your health and your hormones? Are you committed enough to improving your mental health? Are you committed enough to like working through those mental blocks of self-doubt and unworthiness and fear and all that stuff that comes up that we all deal with, are you committed enough to do the work that's required to move through it? Because if you are, then you will be literally amazed at what 
comes out of consistency, dedication, and commitment. When you are committed and when you're dedicated, that is when consistency happens because you're committed to it. If you're not committed to something, if you're not dedicated to it, it's not going to happen. So really ask yourself, are you committed to whatever it is that you want to improve on and are you dedicated to it? Because if you are, you will make it happen, again, one step at a time. You don't have to take 10 steps in one day. That is not going to be sustainable. One step at a time is the best way to do it. I preach this all the time on every single call and Mind Your Hormones 101 or on your cycle every single call. This is like what our calls are like. We dive so deep into the mental and the emotional work because it is what's most important. It is what's most important. Of course, the nutrition aspect is there, of course, but you will not be able to stay consistent with nutritional changes if you don't change the narrative in your head, if you don't do the mental and emotional work, which is why I freaking love the coaching calls in Mind Your Hormones 101 because we really dive deep into this and it's that's where the magic actually happens. So anyway, are you taking advantage of the opportunities in front of you? Are you taking advantage of the opportunity to grow and to evolve and to become the person you want to become? Take the opportunity and run with it because what is the alternative? What is the alternative? Staying where you're at right now or going backwards? You're either, you're either moving forward or you're moving backwards, right? So you need to take advantage of the opportunity in front of you to make the most of everything because you don't deserve to feel like you're not worthy. You don't deserve to feel like you are, you know, fearful of things or you have so much self doubt. Like you don't deserve to feel that way and doing the mental and emotional work is what's going to help you get to that place that you want to get to. So do what's required to succeed. You know it matters, so you now just need to follow through with what you desire to do. Again, most people will not do this hard work that's required emotionally, which is why so many people are struggling. But like I said before, you're not most people, okay? You're an ambitious, health-conscious woman. The fact that you're even listening to this podcast right now means that you're already doing something about it. You're trying. You're putting in the work. Keep going. Please keep going. You will be amazed at what comes out of the consistency, the dedication, and the commitment. And if you just think about, like, where will you be in a month from now? Where will you be in three months from now? Six months? from now, a year from now, if you just continue taking small steps every single day, I promise you it adds up and I promise you it is so worth it and you will literally just, you'll feel so proud of yourself and you will be so much happier in every single area of your life. You'll be so much more fulfilled when you do the mental and emotional work that's required. So that is my spiel for today. I hope you enjoyed this. Um, if you were listening to, if you are listening to this podcast in real time on Friday, June 25th, I hosted a totally free webinar yesterday called Understand Your Period, Amplify Your Health. You can get the recording to that right now. I will put the link below if you want to check it out. We talked all about how your period is so important to know how to read it, to know why it's irregular or heavy or painful or really light or not there. Like, what is that telling us? How is our period? actually connected to our health and then what can we do nutritionally and supplementally to really support our overall health so then we could have a better period and then improve our health in the process so if you're interested in that it's totally free the link is below and at the end of that I also gave a free gift a free video series you could check it out again in the webinar it's a free video series of four steps to um, create hormonal harmony 
And then, as I've been talking about, Mind Your Hormones 101, we are starting the week of July 12th, the next round of it. I'm so freaking excited. I have never been more excited than I am to launch this next round because this is my fourth time doing it now. I have seen so many women literally change in front of my eyes. It is just mind-blowing, the work that is happening, and I would love for you to be a part of it if it's something you're interested in. So below, you could set up a free uh, discovery call, 20 minutes to chat with me about if it's a good fit for you, what you're working on, so I could see if some this would be something that would be supportive to you. You could always DM me on Instagram at Angelica. All the details are below. I cannot wait to serve you in that capacity. I'm so happy to serve you here as well. But if you really want to like do the work, you really want to get dive deep into it and for 12 weeks be together and work with me in an intimate capacity so you can truly do this work alongside of me as well as other women who are like-minded who are doing it with you so you can like amplify and speed up the the process i would absolutely love to help you with that so all the information is below thank you so much for being here and i will talk to you soon thank you so much for being here if you loved this episode and learned something valuable please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.